My my voice level is pretty low on the usual though. Huh? Luca's different. <laughs> yeah, pretty edgy, man. <laughs> you guys are you guys are rolling. Okay. Well, Luca, thank you for What's joining up, me man? today. Thank how, you for being a part of my podcast. How goes it, man? Delasio in the flesh. I know her name is like Delasio or something. Yeah, but, it is. It is Delasio. Yeah, but it's Delasio in my world. So. All right. Well, just I'm happy to have you here because I've gotten the privilege to get to know you better over the last couple months. This I've known true. you for like a couple years now, I think, but not well at all. Yeah, if you, uh, I, yeah, I actually you know, thought you were very different from, from my opinion by. now. I want to know good. what you thought of me before you met me. No, you were a very respectful young guy. You were always very nice to everyone you met. I respected that. I mean, at least what I saw. So you met me and you're like, never mind, this guy sucks. He's a complete maniac. <laughs> a little maniac. bit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing. But what I find interesting about you is you, you kind of bleed into almost every creative world you can go into. You did, you did clothing design. You designed furniture. Yeah. You act. And then you also yeah. produce. Yeah. So how did you kind of get into that? Your uh, parents both did. They were both creative people, right? My mom never really, like, kept a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, just because, like, she would just quit and, like, do new things. Like, she used to be a booker for Faces at Elite at one point. Then she was, like, a show producer for, like, fashion shows. Now she's, like, a chef. But then, mm-hmm. I don't know, she had, like, a million different jobs. I just kind of thought if I want to do something, I should just take a stab at it, you know? Yeah. Like, what do I got to lose? Yeah. I'm trying something. So at what age did you get into shit? Because eh. I saw your Finsta post of you making the dead mouse hat. Oh my the God. dead mouse head. Mouse I thought that was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I think I was like 13. Yeah. I just like using my hands. Yeah. Like I always liked building stuff. Like I used to draw a lot as a kid. Then I got into like building things. So like what was your kind of big first step into what you're doing now and being successful in what you're doing now? Was it fashion? Was it modeling? I actually, I have no idea. I got scouted when I was like 15 or something. Mm-hmm. Then I started working. Were you in New York at the time? or where? Yeah, yeah, I had just moved. Because I, I lived in Paris, but then I moved to New York for high school. What high school? This place called Lower Manhattan's Arts Academy. It's this public school in the Lower East Side, but it's in a building with six other schools. Every floor is a different school. Yeah. The New York public school system is wild. And what did your dad do? Um, my dad's a designer. He just makes custom like couture he just makes things yeah do you guys have similar styles yeah in the sense of like I, he has dreads he wears big glasses mm-hmm. i wear glasses all the time i more yeah. or less mean like style in terms of like what you guys create oh, like do you no, guys no. have similar we, taste we have, preferences we have we have very different tastes yeah what's his taste compared to yours hmm. he's very into like design in the sense of like structure i, I can't really explain it we just like i grew up looking at different things than he did like, what did you grow up looking at? Like, what caught your eye as a kid? I grew up on different music, you know? Like, like who? Who do you listen to as a kid? Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Aphex Twin, Arctic Monkey. That's surprising, actually. So you were, you were more into kind of rock. See, not really, though. I, I, I listened to it because of my grandmother. Like, like the Doors, the Who, et cetera. Yeah. But I lis- mainly listened to, like, house, mm-hmm. techno, electronic, like, no rap very little rap i got introduced to rap when i moved to america i can't really get into it that's why i ask i like it i like i actually love rap music it's kind of the same as rock and roll in what sense in almost every sense like interesting okay so what's the difference between a rock star and a rapper i mean 
that in terms of how they act is it's pretty similar even but musically i mean like, like somebody like kendrick lamar is like the equivalent of like a well i would say all of those guys pop stars whatever raps whatever they're all rock stars in the sense that they're iconic figures in their genre but i even think the content of what they're like rapping yeah, no, that, or singing so, about are very similar like rock music is about like chicks and drugs mm-hmm. and some of it is about like experience and storytelling and, yeah you know dealing with addiction well yeah i mean but that's the same with with most art it's always going to be talking about love it's always going to be talking about drugs it's always going to be talking about that kind of subject because that's like the most interesting part of life and the most the parts you want to write about that inspire you the most so that's going to be in all in all fields of music compare jazz to rap though i wouldn't compare jazz to rap either but it's interesting yeah. yeah it's it's completely different that's more about the instruments and then you can go into electronic and techno things that don't even have words or even if they do have words it's like it is a completely different genre that deals with completely different things so it's like i don't know rap and rock to me are very similar i actually like that you listen to rock and roll because every time i'm with you and that's a it's a rare honestly like not many of our friends want to put like put on those songs listen to that nobody wants to hear that shit man in big groups like I never want to take the ox because it's just like... I never want to take the ox Nobody either. wants to hear what Everyone the... Everyone's just f- turning the shit off. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, nobody wants to listen to, like, Radiohead or Depeche Mode or any of the things. People want to put on WAP, and that's it. Dude, if I got a fucking nickel for every time I heard <laughs> that goddamn song, I'd be a fucking multi-billionaire, I swear to God, dude. See, this is, this is my issue with rap, and, like, where I... We were talking about this yesterday, like the direction music's going into it's becoming not it's losing what i think it used to have which is more of an aspect of poetry like rock and roll never talked about putting like their wet ass pussy get park this little mac truck in this little garage like it's just i don't this is lost for me this is like the subject matter of what we're talking like singing about now yeah but music is only a reflection of the time it lives in man like 100 this, this is what who, who, this is what this is who people are now that's why yeah. i can't even be mad at it. it's like with like twitter and like the hypersexualization of like women like and like it all goes with like only fans and like mm-hmm. it all lives in the same world like yeah chicks being able to be sex workers chicks being able to do whatever the fuck they want so it's like girls are gonna rap about that because they're free to rap about it there's a certain yeah. point in time where like if somebody talked about the red ass pussy they'd be viewed as like like a whore or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. like who like ooh, what, what is she yeah. talking about but it's like now it's kind of normal like you see an only fans in a chick's body are like oh like you and the rest <laughs> of the world you know what i mean yeah and it's just like i think that's why I'm not even, it's like, WAP is like, I don't, honestly, conceptually, I fuck with it. I mean, I, like, don't ever want to hear that song again, but <laughs> it's, like, sick in the sense, in, in, in what it serves, it's, like, kind of cool, because it just, like... Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, music will always be a sign of the times. WAP is a sign of the times. It's the sexuality that's like, that you can express. It's okay to be a, a sex worker now, like, to all of your points, yes. Like, but it's this also is, just okay to, like be you know it's not yeah, no, taboo yeah. to like agreed because agreed. we all you know chicks do whatever the fuck they want but like it's kind of, you know it was taboo for a while i think it's kind of like bleeding into yeah just being normal because it's like dudes have been you know rapping and singing and about them being like complete fucking like yeah. dots for yeah. fucking decades. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. So it's like and like singing about like paying for sex. Yeah, so and like prostitutes so, and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's only about time till chicks were like, okay, then me too. I mean, and that, yeah. (laughs) No pun intended. That's like the whole aspect that now we can sing about it. It's great. Like that, that I don't have a problem with. And that I, I enjoy. And WAP is a great song for the times that you put it on, whatever. Basically, what I am getting at is I miss when it wasn't all about profanity and about fucking each other and about how many how much money I have, all the chains I spend, $100,000 I have in my briefcase. You also have to understand one thing, though, and the reason why music's kind of like catching an L. Though there's still a lot of good music being put out. You just mm-hmm. have to, like, know what it is, like... You know, you could listen to, like, the new, like, Mulatto album if you want. Or you could listen, you know, King Cruel dropped an album this year called mm-hmm. Man Alive. Like, you know what I mean? There's still, music with substance still exists. It just, none of that even exists in my world, you know? Mm-hmm. I just listen to the good stuff that comes out. Yeah. Like, I don't no, 100%. need to listen to any of that it's, shit. It's not so much that it's out there. It's just interesting that it's the top 40 you know well yeah but also like music is in a completely different place because of the internet and streaming and it's just like you don't understand that like these new like tiktok literally is changing music oh it's we, it's absolutely ridiculous like people now they make, they dictate what the top 40 is 1000 percent. yeah like people like labels pay tiktokers to put music to tiktok so then it becomes viral and then it becomes a top forty song. People just, are starting to write songs that no that go that viral. people can make TikTok dances to, to, so it becomes a trend, and so it becomes viral. Like that's literally the formula they're working in now. Yeah. How do I make a song become a dance to get on TikTok to go viral? It's insane. It's like, I don't, I don't know. The <laughs> so go, I'm gonna make a song so a bunch of bozos can do the renegade for fucking thirty hours in a room. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty wild. I know, oh, like, no, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about TikTok? I know, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have a, and I, I I do agree with you on this. Like that TikTok and kind of this generation, not even TikTok, but spe- specifically TikTok, is kind of taking the shine away from from real hardworking creative people and rewarding very low amount of work, very low amount of effort and very low amount of talent. I mean, given the dancers, like they, they can dance. At least they have a talent. They're interesting to watch. Like they can dance. It's more or less like the thirst traps. People just like going like this in the camera. Like it's, I mean, it's interesting rewarding. to watch is, it is, is very subjective. It's you know, okay, speak for yourself, but subjective I mean, for like, sure. I definitely don't want to see somebody yeah. like, humping the floor i mean interesting subjective period but it's it's almost objective to say that it's interesting enough that it has this much traction you know what i mean it's it's popular honestly could care less for it that's not my steed it's not my shtick like yeah who am i to say it like sucks i'm just kind of i mean does it suck you know who am i to say what do you (laughs) think you know but like you know Kids have to, like, make money somehow. Kids have a platform. It's like... No, I respect the hustle. Why would... Like, you can't be mad at a kid for, like, getting insane brand deals for, like, doing this shit all day. You know what I mean? No, make make your money however you're going to make it. Like, that can't knock. The respect from, like, higher-ups and, like, certain people you're not going to get, like... You can only do that for so long. That's why I'm not really worried about it. We're not... 
necessarily playing the same game. A lot of people's end goals is getting like brand deals and like posting or this, that, the third, or like making music. You know, I'm just trying to like make movies and like do cool shit and like yeah. make friends. You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah, not. You, yeah, you are it's a different, different game. We're in a different field, yeah. right? It doesn't like interfere with my line of work necessarily. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like quality over quantity, like. I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't want to fucking talk about TikTok. It's like I mean, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And also, to your point, you're playing different games. These kinds of things, like we've seen before with Vine. I don't know. It might be different because TikTok has a lot more money attached to it. it but also, Vine was... It, you had six seconds. It wasn't... There was no There was no music. Creati- Yeah, it was no. affiliated. It was it's like true. funny things. It's it, true. It would be like a snippet of your life or like a funny meme. It It, it wasn't really about like tiktok is about personalities now you yeah know? when like vine was about funny content it yeah, wasn't you can, about like, teach someone to cook on on tiktok yeah and, like now it's like there's people attached to it when before it was just like laughs yeah like now people follow people because it's like i want to like see which dance they're doing now i want to see who they're hanging out with like, there was no vine house back yeah. in the day you know what i mean well, i they mean have, like, there the, was but yeah. it's just like it, it's different it's 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 way it's way different like people are much more attached to the content creators than the content itself i mean i get it i don't really care for it i mean yeah you know godspeed and good luck and i hope honestly like i just hope that these kids know what they're doing man like, well i hope they know to take this moment that they have and and make something that has lasting power for them because this is an incredible thing that they've been given and they have an opportunity to blow it or make something for the rest of their lives because it's like in the success story aspect of it is kind of interesting like you could be like some random that's what's cool that's what's cool about tiktok is it can turn your life around like overhearing some of like the tiktokers i've met like parents be like yeah my kid just bought me a house like that's fucking gnarly and that's awesome and that's that you can't shit on you can't you can't knock on like that's just period awesome it's a fact. so it's yeah. like you know it's sick i just yeah i don't know next yeah i mean in terms <laughs> of in terms of what you've been doing now what is that what does that look like are you going to stick into modeling or continue no, producing i only do modeling cuz it's like it pays your bills and you're you're good at it kind of thing the bills aren't going to pay themselves yeah. the lights not going to st- you know i understand it's like, oh, you mean I could just like show up and do remotely nothing and get paid up <laughs> like ridiculous amounts of money? I mean, count me in. Yeah, I'm down. And it helps fund my like real projects. You know, yeah. like I'll do something for like a certain amount of money. And then, you know, like the movie we shot, mm-hmm. like did a post and then that funded our movie. For, for anyone who doesn't know, Luca and I did a movie this summer and they're not yeah. finished yet, but I it's, got all my stuff out of the way. Yeah, it cracks. Yeah. And you look like a smoker. Thank you, Luca. um, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of all the creative projects you do, like, do you find yourself getting pulled more into one direction? Like, you kind of pay closer attention to acting, or you pay closer attention to building or fashion. Like, what is it? Right now, my main focus is just film, from like directing to producing to Mm -hmm. acting. Like, I just want to, I want to be more of like a movie guy than like a fashion guy. And behind the camera, movie guy or both. I just love film. Like, you know, I do self-tapes and, like, like have some, like, movies coming up, hopefully, and, like, you know, the show. I just like movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't care what, how I'm involved in it. I mm-hmm. just like being involved you like in being it. In the I don't process. really give a shit. 
yeah where i'm involved i've been writing this movie since i was like 18 or something mm-hmm. we have like so many drafts of the script that we've rewrote it like 10 times we have like 100 pages and like oh no it's pretty sick like what's it my, about my, my first time yeah. directing was for our thing right so so that was that was your directing role you helped the script i guess both of you guys i mean it's a pretty script, limited you mean like <laughs> the five words in the whole movie then yeah sure <laughs> um with duke yeah i mean i had just came to la and duke moved into the chateau with me nobody was staying there yet and this was like when there was like no there was no service at all mm-hmm it was just like an empty hotel. We were like, we should make a movie. He was like, okay, like, <laughs> what should it be? And we were like, and I was like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. and we just <laughs> talked for thirty minutes. And we we're like, oh, sick. All right, let's just do it. Then, <laughs> you know, I went to go get a few thousand dollars, and then I was like, all right, we're ready. Let's go. People like make excuses why they can't do things. It's true. It's like you have no reason to not do anything. Yeah, I actually really respect that. Like. There's no reason for anybody to not be doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we were doing nothing, and we were like, okay, well, let's just do something. And you started before you guys even had all the tools. You were like, let's just fucking go, and we'll, we'll take it yeah. how it comes. And like, I, when I, I called yeah. you, I just knew I wanted you to be in it. We didn't have the script. We barely knew <laughs> what the story was. I think the only reason I agreed to do the movie is because I trust you, and I... I I didn't know Duke. I didn't know him at all until I met him. But I I knew that you have a good eye for that stuff, yeah. and I trust you creatively. And um, but Duke has a lot of taste too. Though. No, I mean, no, and, know and that that's and that's yet. what I learned when I met Duke was how how much knowledge he has on it. I just didn't know prior. It's funny because people have been asking me because they know I did something with you guys, and they're like, "What's the movie about?" I was like, "You're like I don't, I don't know. even know. Like I actually <laughs> have no idea what the movie's about. I try to give them yeah. like." brief understandings of what my scenes are i'm like there's a scene where like a knock on the door and like duke's in there like being weird like i just couldn't really give them i couldn't really give them a storyline it's a surprise it's a surprise it's a it's a surprise they'll see yeah it's a surprise to me too i don't really know either just kind of just took a stab at it it's Mm -hmm. not like some sort of crazy deep like trying to you know it's just like we wanted to see if we could make a movie Mm -hmm. and we can yeah so now that I know that, like when I direct my next movie, which I wrote, like I have a bit more experience on how mm-hmm. it goes. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll see how it works You think you have out. like from doing this last movie, like some sort of style or kind of story you like to tell? Like because this movie, this past movie is more like a dreamlike from what I understand, like I might tale. have it wrong. Yeah. No, it's but a, it, it, there's like a it's fairy like a tale Holland aspect, drive yeah. aspect, like what's real and what's fake kind of thing. I'm assuming yeah. like that's what I picked up filming it. I'm guessing, kind of. It's it's interesting to look at. Yeah, and the purpose it serves is like I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's more or less a creative endeavor than it is yeah it was literally trying just to fit like, into something yeah yeah i just tried to do something <laughs> yeah i don't no, really was, know what the end what the end re- yeah. like goal or result is nor that i give a shit i just yeah. care more about the fact that i did it yeah what do you think you'll rap well i have to rap before the end of this month i'm going to europe for the rest of the year kind of got a one-way ticket mm-hmm. i don't maybe i'll come back oh I don't, I don't really I'm not there's, I'm I'm yeah. really not a man if, if if there's one thing you should know about me is that and you do know about me I'm really not a man with a plan like I don't sit here You like, aren't a man with a plan I definitely am aware Yeah I, I'm really I really don't like to like plan things and like 
think ahead. Mm-hmm. I just want to get the fuck out of here. You know, L.A. really gave me a run for my money. I think you it, also did L.A. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done my damage on this city. I'm just going to go over there, like work, mm, you know, have a good time, see my mother. Are you guys close? You too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to her as much as I should, though. I feel like everyone says that about their parents, their relationship with their parents. It's like, trust me, she does not know what I want, what I've been up to. Yeah, she does not want to know what the fuck I've been up to. I feel like the relationship between a parent and a kid, they don't know what their kid's doing, and that's fine. You know, to to an extent. It's better that they don't know. Man. They 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 figure out the accomplishments <laughs> and they figure out when you're in real trouble, yeah. but they don't need to know where everything else in between. I mean, I tell her the good stuff. You know, like oh, I just did this movie. Oh, I'm doing this campaign. Oh. She's like, look at my son. Yeah, let's think about like it comes to the point where like your parents are kind of like your buddies. Yeah, but like you can't have them be too much but you know like when you start getting drunk with your parents mm-hmm. but then like you kind of start cringing when your mom gets drunk yeah because you're like hey. yeah that's true actually yeah nobody they're likes too much of a person now yeah they're like not and then like you also think like i just think about like like you like raise. i don't know there's a weird like what do you mean it's like i was sucking on your titty for like two years in my life <laughs> that's what you came about. out of your cooch like <laughs> Especially when you're around friends and your parents are getting lit, you're just like, Mom, like you're embarrassing me. <laughs> you know, you find out your parents aren't superheroes. They're just people like you that do the same things, go through the same ups and downs and emotions. And, you know, yeah. and at first it's like kind of devastating and like sad. Absolutely. But then it's like humanizing and you could kind of just have more normal interactions with them. Like, yeah. Like, makes me feel a bit more normal. You yeah, know what I mean, because I'm going to be a parent one day. I yeah. can't fucking wait, dude. That's going to crash. You're going to have a little buddy. Dude, I'm going to have a tiny buddy. A e- like a weeny teeny little buddy. <laughs> it's going to crack, dude. My kids be fucking sick. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Do you want kids? Yeah, I want kids. I want like How six many? kids. Whoa, slow down. Yeah. Man. I want like four at They're least. all going to come out of that thing? Or you yeah. Know, what it has no, to I'm going to have real six kids. Wow. Yeah. Whew. No, I want like four. I want as many as I can have, as many as my body will take, where I where I don't lose myself. I want three. I want two from one baby mama and the third from a, another one. Another you know what? Baby. I actually see that happening for you. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what are you trying to say here? You don't want kids soon, I'm assuming. Believe it or not, I actually do. Wait, no way. I swear to God. How soon? How soon is soon? In the next three, four years. You're lying. I swear to God. Why? I think it'll kind of, you know, kind of shape me up. When you have kids, you have no choice but to sharpen up. Well, okay, so there's that argument. Then there's also the argument of, like, because people do do that. And then it doesn't work. And then they have kids, and then they're still fucking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the problem with that. But I I don't think you're that much of a delinquent and idiot to actually be let that be you. But that I'm, is an issue. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a maniac, but I, I, yeah. I I'm re- I'm responsible. You're like ready for the next kind of chapter in your life, is what the you're saying. Is, I want I don't want a kid when I'm ready. By the way, nobody, everybody like 
has this idea of like, ooh, like my ideal is like, I'm going to have a kid at 27. (laughs) Like nobody ever has had a kid when they're ready. My parents were not ready when they had me. Not in the fucking slightest. Mm -hmm. Did they figure it out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like nobody had kids when they're ready. It's like everybody has this fairy tale of like, this is when I'm going to have a kid and like, I'm going to find this person and then blah, blah, blah. Like that's cap. That's Mm -hmm. not going to fucking happen, man. To your point, yeah, no one's ready for a kid because no one's had a kid, so they have no fucking idea what they're even preparing for. Yeah. And the m- more books you read, whatever people are telling you, you're never actually going to be ready for a kid. Yeah. And I think that that's the point that you're making, that yeah. it doesn't even matter. So it doesn't matter how you're, much you're you prep. And you're going to figure my, it out. My, my, yeah. like, my dad was like, yeah, he prepped for the whole nine months. Like He got, he got all this stuff and this and that and the third. And then I was born, and he was like, dude, I like missed on so much shit. Like he read, yeah. you know, They both read a million books about having kids. It doesn't do shit until you have one you figure it out we're gonna be here to support you love you my mom was like kind of strict i guess not really though in what way like like do you you have a curfew obviously she set up rules did you get grounded and stuff like that yeah okay i got grounded bad she was really lenient on other things like Like what activity wise like no they never like were like you need to do this sports they just let me do whatever the fuck i want if i was like i want to like draw like okay then draw they're like i want to go to acting class okay sure like Mm -hmm. they didn't really they never cared what decisions i made in terms of like what i want to be it was just like structural things like don't like do dumb shit that'll get you in trouble yeah which is like basically the only rule you should have well that sounds not even strict it just sounds wise like i'm gonna let my kid do what they want to do because that's what's gonna make my kid happy and that's where they're gonna have passion towards their lives is the thing that they love to do also they're both creative so they understand that and they understand the importance of that definitely let me have a shit ton of creative freedom i mean i was a crazy kid i was a good kid till about like 15 okay What, what does a good kid mean to you didn't party you know, i was at home like playing, playing by video the rule ga- book kind of thing playing video games drawing blah blah and then you know so do you just- think it was kind of like as soon as you stepped into the scene is when everything started changing it was no real scene when i was 15 what's crazy actually we kind of created the scene mm-hmm. if anything prior to virgil having off-white or like being who he is now prior to matthew williams being at javanchi and having a leaks part you know they had been trail and then Travis Scott had just came out from like Texas and would hang out in Soho with my like with like McConan and like it was weird like everybody was figuring out who they were going to be like the scene that we live in today we kind of built like New York was just this epicenter of culture where like all these like rappers that are huge now would come to hang out and and, like all like the fashion guys that are big now where we were just all hanging out in Soho yeah and like all the big designers now we were just like kick it like in Soho and like eat lunch and like fuck around like go to Supreme and like hang out at St. Ambrose or like well, I don't yeah, know what you we guys did, are but... like somewhat I mean and there's there's constant then, stories like that throughout history in different parts and then parts. we would all like somehow run into each other in Paris yeah. and then you started off white you know it's just like all these different things that have amassed mm-hmm. that are like staples in the culture mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of there for the start of it you know it's not like I stepped in the scene it's just like when I started like becoming just like my own person and like hanging out with people like at the time ASAP was like the hottest thing in New York and like they would come down to Soho and like window shop and like ride bikes 
And then, like, next thing you know, two years later, like, Rocky got this insane house in Soho. You know, he made so much money and, like, out of nowhere. And we were like, what the hell? You know. So how old would you have been at this time? Around 17? Yeah, like 16, 17. In terms of that change for you, your whole life being flipped around, suddenly being immersed into this very incredibly creative culture where you're around all these talented people and you kind of just, like feeding off of one another and building off one another yeah. so how did the that cool part of it yeah. was like even though like you know i was like being a crazy teen and a crazy kid it's like my that was never necessarily like mad because we were doing things like i was you know building connections working this that the third like it all worked out it's not like i was doing nothing we were. I was just figuring it out. I'm still figuring it out. I'm fucking 22 years old. I feel like your dad also being in the creative industry understands that there's... He understands the implications. Also, even there's an art to being disorganized and disorderly and wasting time. There's benefits in all of yeah. those things in the creative field. And your dad probably understood that. You're out doing this. You're out doing that. Like... But yeah, there's there's something he's gonna like be taking away. Even if away. I wasn't doing anything, I was doing something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You he, know what I mean? He, it sounds like he knows he that. He got that. It was it just all turned into shit. Yeah. Because we were just buddies. Everybody was just buddies. You were more or less networking without knowing it. Well, yeah, our friendships end up, you know, yeah, we're all that's friends, what I'm saying. and it's, then we ended yeah. up working together because we were friends. It's not yeah. like. We never looked at it as, like, a task. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yo, pull up. Like, let's just do some shit. And I was with Ian and Chantel, like, shopping in Paris. And then Virgil hit us, like, yo, we're shooting the lookbook. Just, like, pull up. So then we all just showed up. And then, like, they were shooting the lookbook on the girl. And the campaign ended up being just us, like, trying on clothes and, like, hanging out around this chick. Well, I mean, that's, like, the great part of on the fly creativity yeah. you know what i mean the it turns thing. into the some some of the best planned. things yeah. exactly that's the awesome. best things are never planned i want to I start asking you questions man go ahead let's talk it. about your sex yeah. life yeah let's go for it let's talk about your sex life man. what have you been into do you, you see you my been? sex life yeah. is that what you just said <laughs> yeah let's get let's get raunchy um, man let's get into it man you know i'm a pretty picky individual what's up with the boys man <laughs> I'm a pretty picky individual. Would you would you say you have bad taste in men? No, I don't have bad taste in men because I never choose like assholes. I never yeah. choose guys that are gonna fuck me over. I've never since I was a kid. So I, I have good taste in guys because they always treat me with respect. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a relationship? I was always a kid that never wanted to date anybody. Like I just I did not want to do it. I just loved being on my own. I loved not having to listen to anybody. And like with Presley. Like, great guy, sweet guy. And that was an interesting relationship, and I learned a lot. But even part of it was me to myself being like, okay, you're 19, you have not dated anybody, you probably should. Because it looks weird, and you just probably should learn. I'm like, maybe you're being too annoying about it, being too picky about it, just do it. But as for my sex life, back to your question... Um, I'm very picky and I don't really sleep with a lot of people as you know. But you're still sexually active though. I'm sexually active to a degree. You know how some chicks are like, I'm not blazing anyone. You know, like No, that's well, I can literally go like six months well not having sex with anyone because I don't want to have sex with anyone. And I'd rather Same. 
You're you're full of shit, Luca. You're so no, full of same. shit. You like a new fucking girl every day. That's not true, man. That's not true. You like like three month relationships. I, I've never blazed in my life. Correct. I've never had sex in my life. What what is this like virginity thing you keep claiming online? It's so weird. Luca the other day like posted a TikTok being like just claiming he was a virgin. <laughs> Bringing up again in this podcast. <laughs> Luke, I could, I can 100%, I mean, I can't 100% confirm you're not a virgin, <laughs> but just to put that out there, but I'm pretty sure you're not one. No, but. But no, I actually. I, I am single, though, and I'm, I'm getting. You're on the market. I mean, market. I mean, I'm on the streets, man. Yeah. I belong to the streets. <laughs> you you do belong to the streets. I belong a little to the bit. streets a little bit. A little bit, a lot. Yeah. I was in a relationship for like four years, though, dude. That's a long time. Or like, like three and a half years or some shit like that. Yeah. What made you settle down? I mean, I just you know, I fell in love. Classic. I mean, yeah. She was fucking sick. But yeah. Yeah. Sick then, in what way? What drew you to having a girlfriend? I don't know. I just like chicks that are very quiet. Mm-hmm. Quiet. Yeah. Interesting. Why? That's a good question. I don't like... Do you girl. like a, the submissiveness almost? Kind of, I guess. I also just like the peaceful, like... Like, some people just talk so much, man. I have a weird thing where, like, I like chicks that are, like, mad quiet. Mm-hmm. But quiet, around, like, in the sense of, like, the moment, like, you break that shell, she was, like, a not that... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. We had a million and one things to talk forever. about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My thing, I just love... Uh, kind of like molding and like shit like taking somebody that like kind of you know and just like create like putting them onto all these things and like clothes and movies and music and this and you want to like change their life in a in a sense you you kind of it's almost like you want to play god a little bit yeah yeah i kind of like to play god with chicks which is weird i was talking to my shrink about it i was like what's up with that man like yeah but it's funny now the last thing i want to do is fucking teach anybody anything like yeah in the sense of like it's just not my shti anyway mm-hmm. well maybe you're that's a fine l- little taste to have when go you're to, young i'm you gonna know? go to europe and find love i also found out that i never really dated anybody american in a weird way i think was your ex not american no where's she, she from really spoke english when i met her costa are you serious rica. yeah where's she from costa rica costa rica damn i did not know that i like I like foreign women. You, I, like, I can. It's the, you like the quality of like I'm in full control, and I am yeah. the dominant one, a hundred percent in this relationship. But that that was at one point. Now I kind of yeah, yeah. now I I'd like chicks that have their own thing in life and jobs and like opinions and taste. Like I want to be able to learn too now. Mm-hmm. Like I I I don't. I'm not a big like fan of the one sided. Like now I'm looking more at chicks that are like kind of self-made and like have built their mm-hmm. own like that was cool while it lasted i just mm-hmm. don't think i could do it anymore kind of thing i think you've just matured in the sense of i mean as everyone does in time and every other way in the world but i mean just matured in the sense of like what a girl can offer you you know at first maybe it's just this kind of thing that's great but you want to learn now from a girl that you date i'm gonna go to europe and find, i think you'll find love in europe i'm gonna go to europe and find love and have kids and no. It's cap. <laughs> One thing that's interesting, though, about European women, which is, like, why well, I think I have an affinity to them, they're much more independent mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, when you, t- when you take, like, a French chick out 
like a chick from London. Like they don't want guys necessarily to have the upper hand. So like at the end of like a French date, like a chick will really try to split. She'll argue with mm-hmm. you over the bill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she doesn't want something over you, kind of thing. They don't you want, want you to have anything over I mean. that. Yeah. They try to keep the playing field really like, which is kind of sick because like I always see this thing in in like in America. So you know the whole simping. Yeah. The whole like sugar daddy, like um, guy taking care of everything, mm-hmm. like that shit's being hella normalized and like all these viral tweets of like my ideal life is not working at all and just like have it, like and that should have like 80,000 retweets I'm like oh so you basically want to be a fucking loser your whole yeah. life That's what, so you're basically telling me you want to be you want to throw in the good, towel before the game even starts yeah like you, you just want to be just want to lay around the house and do absolutely fucking nothing like just it's maybe the most the least attracting thing of yeah. all time like, I just can't and over there, it's like not, that is not the vibes mm-hmm. at all. It's also very much an L.A. thing, like not even America. Like it's yeah. a very much L.A. Yeah. thing, this sugar daddy culture. This is like filled with models or Instagram models, whatever it is that. But, you know, it's like Atlanta. Yeah. You to, see it in Atlanta? It's most America. Even in New York, this shit's starting to become I mean, like that, man. It's There's always going to be an aspect in how society runs where it's, believe that the man is the breadwinner and the woman is the housemaker which, that's like a kind of um, which, it is it's way, just the truth that's i a, agree with yeah i'm just saying like it's that can't be it like yes as a guy like i'm down to do that i look forward to doing that i love to take i would love to take care of somebody i love but it's like mm-hmm. you also got to be able to take care of yourself when i'm not you know what i mean like, yeah i can't be your everything everything like the other night i was like talking to this chick and she was like oh i don't know if i got if i should get back with my boyfriend i was like why would you get back with him he's like i don't know like he just takes care of me and i was i was like what aspects of the relationship make you want to go back he's just like you know just like nice things like being able to go on vacation and like nice dinners and and i'm like what do you know what i mean like the fuck are you talking about yeah. i fucking roasted her well like, that's the thing some people don't want it's what i've learned is more for themselves they're completely content with a relationship where they're taken care of that meets their needs there's different things people value and it's a lot of what girls value is to be taken care of some guys value that too like and, and that can be a complete i mean it's a two-way deciding. street because yeah. it's like there's got obviously there's got to be the guy that does that to for the you know, it enables the chick being able to do that. It's not yeah. like a one-way no, 100%. road. No, 100%. He wants it like, too, yeah. And it's like, all right, well, I mean, if, you know, I both mean, parties are happy, it's just like, I can't believe people are content with that. Like, I, mean, I, you I just, can't even believe a guy would do that. <laughs> like, well, like you just do you know what I mean? described, like, half the relationships in L.A. is yeah. exactly that. Just That's like, all it is. Can you, like, yeah. as a guy, how can you, like, be happy with that? man? What's funny, though, and it's always... Johnny's. It's always bozos. <laughs> no, no, that's the definition of what a Johnny yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. That's it's how they become one. Fucking yeah. clowns. Yeah. Fucking Johnny McTushoes walking around town in a G wag, driving around <laughs> town in a G wagon, picking up his girlfriend at Dog Pound and going to Chacha Macha. <laughs> it's like 
And I'm saying that because I literally saw it earlier. Like I went, I went, <laughs> I went to Dog Pound, and then I went to Chacha Matcha. <laughs> and did you actually go to Chacha Matcha? Yeah, I really did. I got a matcha lemonade. <laughs> I just see this guy with like this, like the, just like the biggest Johnny. Just like he had Johnny written all over him, mm-hmm. like on his forehead. He might as well had, he might as well had had Johnny fucking fun bags tattooed across his forehead <laughs> it's just so weak bro like well these guys don't want more for themselves either they and they and what they value is a hot girl to bang not to have some intellectual woman intelligent person that's gonna give them something back they don't and care I, they have their I work i came to the- a funny conclusion where i was just like oh these major smokers have boyfriends like uh but, but i realized like oh wait a minute it makes sense. And by the way, like, we still blaze these smokers, <laughs> but like, we'll never date them because there's always going to be a Johnny that will give them what they want. I will never be able to give a girl like that what she wants. Do you mean like get you shit? Like, I'll never, I'll never be the guy that's going to get you gifts. Like, is that kind of what you're getting at? Besides that, like the lifestyle that you want, like I'm not, a, I'm not the guy that'll like take you to Cabo. Mm-hmm. I'm not the guy that'll like you know get your cardiac bracelet i feel like there's almost a part of you that's not doing it out of principle because you're like i'm not gonna be like this you know what i mean like i'm not gonna get i don't need to get a girl by buying her shit so i'm not gonna fucking do it exactly but what's it's just funny because it's like then you know these smokers they settled for these johnnies because they're sweet and they're nice and they'll do all these things, but it's so like you could also, naive in a way. I mean, it's naive, but you could also argue that it's smart and they're winning because yeah. they are dating the smoker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, are they doing it right and you're doing it wrong? You know what I mean? Right. I mean, they're dating the smoker, but I mean, I'm blazing the smoker. Exactly. <laughs> like, but like, so who really wins? Like, I got what well, I want out yeah. of it. I guess we all win. You, you all win. Is that's the point? It it depends if you're trying to date her or not. It's if the argument is if you want to date her because the guys that are dating her are the guys that are doing this. Which and is, like, I w- by the way, I would do that for a girl, all of all all the all of the above, all those things, but only for a chick that could also do it for herself. If a girl could like has her own life and can do that shit for herself, I'll be more than happy to be the one to do it for her. But I I can't be the only. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're not gonna give her everything, but you'll yeah. give her something. No, I'll give a girl everything. I but mean, not everything if, she has. Like she needs to have some sort of something to that you just can like build substance on. To. And like that's what I mean. T- like things and yeah. information, like culture. Well, on that note. I want to thank you for for coming to this podcast. No problem. And being a great guest and for having me in your movie, which comes out next year. Of course, 2021. And it's called Soda. That's the stand-in name. We don't know what it's going to be called. I actually like Soda. I've run it by some people. They like it, too. Soda's good. Um, There's a few. There's a few. I don't know. Like, Duke came up with the... Good name too, like an alternate name. I think what? we'll figure it out when we're done. Tell me after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks for having me. Anytime.